Welcome to the Health From Home podcast. I'm Dr. Stephanie Uremko, a naturopathic doctor and mother, and I passionately believe that health is about so much more than the absence of disease. In this podcast, we draw upon my years of experience as a naturopathic doctor and family wellness expert and dive into how mind, body, spirit, and community all come together to create true health from home. Welcome everyone. Today we're going to go into some more details about nutrition and foods that you can have and that you can eat, consume, make for your family that really help to support your immune system. And also some of these foods are really helpful if you are feeling sick, if you're feeling ill, to help you recover faster, better, etc. So the first food that I want to mention, because it's such a powerhouse and it's often overlooked and forgotten about, is it's actually a group of foods so mushrooms now there are different mushrooms have different properties one of the best immune modulating mushrooms out there is reishi and you can definitely consume this typically more like in a tea form um, that's one of the more common ways of consuming reishi as a food but even the common button mushroom has immune modulating properties and can help improve your immune system. So I'd really encourage you all to start cooking mushrooms more often, eating mushrooms more often. Um, For kids that can be tricky, especially if they're not used to them. And one of the ways that I encourage people to get mushrooms for their kids or for people who don't like mushrooms is actually in the form of hot chocolate. So there are a number of companies that make hot chocolate mixes with different mushroom blends, um, including reishi in there. In Calgary here, the Light Cellar is a great resource to pick up something like that. They also have an elixir bar so you could try them out before purchasing a product. Harmonic Arts is another wonderful company here that has a mushroom blend hot chocolate. Um, For adults, there are also mushroom blend kind of coffee alternatives. I'll be honest, as a coffee drinker, I don't find them to be true alternatives. They may be delicious on their own, but I wouldn't really consider that to replace my morning cup of coffee personally. But maybe that works for you. So... I would really encourage you all to try to incorporate mushrooms into your diet Um, and that could be in the form of having hot chocolate a couple times a week especially during the winter months when we need more of those immune modulating properties and our immune systems are getting taxed a little bit more so that's a great option the second food that I wanted to talk about is garlic Um, garlic is so so helpful for your immune system so raw garlic has antimicrobial properties in and of itself now when once you cook it a lot of those antimicrobial properties are lessened or deteriorate so eating a lot of cooked garlic is going to have less effect Uh, but if you add garlic to your food kind of right at the end of cooking. So it warms up a bit and it's not quite as pungent and spicy, but it's still not fully cooked. You're still gonna have the vast majority of those antimicrobial properties 
and um, garlic also has some anti-inflammatory properties. It's it's really kind of a wonder a wonder herb, you know, in many many ways. Um, there's other ways of consuming garlic. So sometimes people will make something called fire cider in the fall, and it's if you haven't heard of that, I'd suggest you look it up. It's quite strong. And if you're new to all of this, you probably don't want to start there. Um, but it is a really good option for in the winter time, having, you know, a shot of that daily, that'll keep, that'll keep colds at bay. Another way that can be really nice is to actually leave whole um, cloves of garlic in honey. And I'll leave it in there for, you know, like a month so that the gar so the honey is infused with garlic and then taking a spoonful of that honey daily and that is a good way of getting it into kids you definitely do taste the garlic but you also taste the honey and most kids will consume that um, i'm not going to say that that's going to go down as easily as the hot chocolate but it is definitely definitely an option for garlic and speaking of honey, honey is a great food to be helping with the immune system. Now, obviously you don't want to overdo honey, like it, it is a form of sugar. Um, it's fructose rather than sucrose, but the like having, you know, a teaspoon or a tablespoon of honey a day, depending on your size and the situation, can, can be really helpful for a lot of people, especially if you're already sick. So I wouldn't necessarily use honey so much as a preventative thing, other than if you're someone that really likes sweets and you're trying to reduce your sugar intake, but you need some form of, some form of sweetening, you could consider honey as an option. Um, there are probably better ones out there and could talk about that in a later um, podcast maybe on a different season but once you are ill having like hot tea with honey in it is so soothing for the throat for the cough uh, honey itself has a lot of antimicrobial properties so it's a good way of preserving things there's I, I've heard stories of people that have found various little rodents preserved in honey in unwanted places, you know, in attics and stuff that we're kind of forgotten about. Um, so I'm not suggesting that we do that, but it just goes to speak about the uh, antimicrobial properties of honey. So including that with like a hot tea, you know, a, a teaspoon of that and a cup of hot tea when you have a sore throat and drinking that a few times a day is really going to help soothe the throat or if you have a cough having something with honey is actually going to help soothe that cough as well another food that can be very helpful in terms of prevention in terms of immune system boosting um, kind of a category of foods is our berries uh, blueberries are often talked about they have very high antioxidant properties a lot of berries are high in like vitamin c for example which is also a good boost for our immune system 
and most of the time we're eating berries in the summer just to be seasonal but if you pick berries in the summer and then freeze them you can then you know enjoy berries year round maybe you cook them in a pie maybe you make you know a, a kind of a compote from them and add add them to your pancakes or um, your, your food in some way uh, another berry that I really like and I use it more in a tea form and I, I actually will make a syrup from this myself with honey is elderberry elderberry has amazing immune modulating properties and it's really helpful if you're sick to take elderberry uh, because it helps you recover faster and the there's some interesting research on elderberry that shows that that kind of rec not just recovery time but that post viral illness time like after you've been sick and then you're kind of you're better but sometimes you're like not fully better and you sort of have that those like nagging symptoms that lag keep going and drive you nuts sometimes for weeks elderberry really reduces that so I do recommend you know elderberry syrup and um, you know I, I make my own but you can definitely also buy that in you know from a health food store or something like that so that would be a really good option and another um, food that I would count in this category it's not technically a berry but kind of reminds me of one are rose hips and this is an activity that I love to do kind of in the late fall early winter with my kids is to go out and collect rose hips rose hips are super high in vitamin C and yeah it's a fun activity to go collect them um, I, I make tea from them boil them to make to make tea there are definitely other ways that you can utilize them um, I just haven't been creative enough to try them for myself uh, but that the activity of collecting rose hips and then making tea from them and getting that really high vitamin C content is a really good option in the winter and it's kind of nice that there is something that you can harvest and collect outside during those winter months I'll move on to my the next kind of category of foods that I was thinking of talking about and that's fermented foods so in most traditional cultures there's there's usually some kind of like staple fermented food or a group of fermented foods you know things like sauerkraut or in Korean culture like kimchi and um, here in North America we don't have really that sort of staple that comes with every meal the same way that a lot of other traditional cultures do but fermented foods are really helpful for our immune system because they really impact our gut health and the vast majority of our immune system actually resides in our gut so ensuring that our gut health is optimal is essential for having a healthy immune system and one of the parts of the our immune system that we don't really think about because it's not really us is our microbiome 
So the microbiome is referring to the different microorganisms that live in us. And that might sound kind of disgusting if you aren't really aware of this concept, but in actuality, we have more bugs living in and on us than we have cells in our own body. So we're more a host <laughs> to this like microorganism uh, environment than we are ourselves, which is kind of interesting if you start thinking about that a lot. So with fermented foods, we can help encourage a really healthy microbiome in the gut. Now, we don't need to be eating large quantities of this, but, you know, small amounts kind of regularly can really help maintain a healthy gut. There are a lot of digestive conditions that I see in practice that would not do well with fermented foods at the beginning. So this might not be the place for you to start, um, but it's definitely a place that you want to get to. And I've also seen people with digestive issues that it is the fermented foods that turn, turn them around. So I don't want to scare you away from them. If you're like, oh, I've got some gut stuff going on, I'll, I'll stay away from fermented foods. And just to give you some examples of fermented foods that you could include. So like natural yogurt, not the ones that have like all the sugar on the bottom, like that's not going to help. But natural yogurt, um, sauerkraut, kimchi, I've already mentioned, kefir. You can also do like water kefirs, kombucha, fermented pickles. Um, you you want to make sure that they are fermented and not uh, vinegar pickles. Vinegar pickles are not fermented. Um, so those are just a couple of examples that you could incorporate into part of your, your, your diet. And again, if you're here in Calgary, one of the best sources of um, different types of fermented foods that I've seen is the light cellar. Sounds like I'm advertising for them today, but uh, I just, I do find they're such a good resource for those of us that are, are here. So I'd highly recommend that you check them out if you are in the Calgary area. Another food that I wanted to talk about, spice, I guess, technically, is turmeric. So turmeric is kind of like a power spice. It's super anti-inflammatory, um, and it really does help your immune system. There are studies showing anti-cancer benefits from, from turmeric. Uh, the way that I like to consume, well, there's a couple ways I like to consume turmeric. I will add it to stir fries, making curries, things like that. That's an excellent way of getting turmeric in. Um, but on days where you're not having stir fry or curry, making a golden latte. Um, so you can add turmeric to whatever kind of milk you're drinking. Like usually I use it with coconut milk and add in some other spices like cinnamon and clove. And sometimes I'll even put a little bit of honey or maple syrup in there to sweeten it. Um, just just a tiny bit and that is a really delicious like natural anti-inflammatory so if you have joint pain or things like that that could be definitely part of your routine but it's also a really good way of helping to support your immune system particularly again during the the cooler months the winter months um, and then the last thing that I wanted to mention and this is something that we always kind of 
overlook, but our grandparents knew this very well, and that's soup. So there, there are actually studies on like chicken noodle soup and showing that that's good for, for the common cold. And, uh, you know, if you can make your own broth, that's definitely ideal. So I always do make my own bone broth and meat stock and you've got so much immune modulating properties in soup when you, when you have it with like a, a real broth. If you're not able to make your own for time's sake or just don't have the desire and you are here in Calgary, I'd highly recommend checking out High Vibe Health. They are a bone broth store that makes amazing bone broths. So you could check them out too. Um, and then you, in, with your soup, you could add turmeric to your soup. You can add some garlic to your soup at the end. You could put mushrooms in there. Um, so you could actually have quite the powerhouse of immune modulating and immune system boosting foods in your soup. Plus when you're not feeling very well, you know, a bowl of hot soup is, is so nourishing and so helpful for you to recover. So I really do recommend making your own soup. It's one of my favorite things to make. Um, I've mentioned before, I'm not a huge fan of cooking, even though I know how important it is and I do it because I know it's important. I do actually enjoy making soup and probably because I also really enjoy eating soup. I, I think that we should all learn to make a really nice bowl of soup. So maybe that can be your homework for this week is to make make yourself, make your family a nice bowl of soup and get their immune systems going. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, it would mean a lot if you could review this podcast wherever you are listening. For more information on lifestyle changes you can make, including my free class on a natural approach to cold and flu season, visit my website, dryuremko.com. Until next time, be well and take care.